0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Acts, Chapter 5. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read this chapter, we would understand more about the difficulties we face in our lives, and that we would have the wisdom to understand how to deal with them, for you, to glorify you. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Acts, Chapter 5. Now a certain man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property. And he kept back for himself some of the proceeds, and his wife was aware of it. And he brought a certain part and placed it at the feet of the apostles. But Peter said, Ananias, for what reason has Satan filled your heart that you lied to the Holy Spirit and kept back for yourself some of the proceeds of the piece of land? When it remained to you, did it not remain yours? And when it was sold, was it at your disposal? How is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to people, but to God. And when Ananias heard these words, he fell down and died. And great fear came on all those who heard about it. So the young men stood up, wrapped him up, and carried him out, and buried him. And it happened that there was an interval of about three hours. And his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, Tell me whether you both were paid this much for the piece of land. And she said, Yes, this much. So Peter said to her, How is it that it was agreed by you too to test the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. And immediately she fell down at his feet and died. So when the young men came in, they found her dead and carried her out and buried her with her husband. And great fear came on the whole church and on all who heard about these things. Now many signs and wonders were being performed among the people through the hands of the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico, and none of the rest dared to join them, but the people spoke highly of them, and even more believers in the Lord were being added, large numbers of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and put them on cots and mats, so that when Peter came by at least his shadow would fall on some of them, And the people of the towns around Jerusalem also came together, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, who were all being healed. Now the high priest rose up, and all those who were with him, that is, the party of the Sadducees, and they were filled with jealousy, and they laid hands on the apostles and put them in the public prison. But during the night an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the prison and let them out and said, Go and stand in the temple courts and proclaim to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard this, they entered at daybreak into the temple courts and began teaching. Now when the high priest and those with him arrived, they summoned the Sanhedrin, even the whole council of elders of the sons of Israel, and sent to the prison to have them brought. But the officers who came did not find them in the prison, and they returned and reported, saying, We found the prison locked with all security, and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now, when both the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were greatly perplexed concerning them, as to what this might be. But someone came and reported to them, "Behold, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple courts and teaching the people." Then the captain went with the officers and brought them, not with force for they were afraid of the people, lest they be stoned by them. And when they had brought them, they made them stand in the Sanhedrin. And the high priest put a question to them, saying, We strictly commanded you not to teach in this name, and behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are intending to bring upon us the blood of this man. But Peter and the apostles answered and said, It is necessary to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. This one God has exalted to the right hand as leader and savior to grant repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses of these things. And so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. Now, when they heard this, they were infuriated and were wanting to execute them. But a certain man stood up in the Sanhedrin, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, respected by all the people, and gave orders to put the men outside for a short time. And he said to them, Men and Israelites, take care for yourselves what you are about to do to these men. For before these days, Thudas rose up, saying he was somebody. A number of men, about four hundred, joined him. He was executed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After this man, Judas the Galilean, rose up in the days of the census, and caused people to follow him in revolt. And that one perished, and all who followed him were scattered. And now I tell you, keep away from these men and leave them alone, because if this plan or this matter is from people, it will be overthrown. But if it is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them, lest you even be found fighting against God. So they were persuaded by him, and they summoned the apostles, beat them, commanded them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and released them. So they went out from the presence of the Sanhedrin, rejoicing because they had been considered worthy to be dishonored for the sake of the name. Every day, both in the temple courts and from house to house, they did not stop teaching and proclaiming the good news that the Christ was Jesus. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. At the end of chapter 4, we read about Barnabas, how he was named son of encouragement by the apostles, how he sold some land and gave the money to the apostles to take care of the needs of believers. So, perhaps Ananias and Sapphira were inspired by this to sell a piece of property they owned and bring some of that money to the apostles. Peter makes it clear that they were not required to sell the property that they were not required to bring the entire proceeds of the sale and give it to the apostles. This is communism, but not forced communism. It's entirely up to them. The problem is that they were lying and saying they were bringing the entire proceeds when in fact they had kept back some. This seems like a small sin. They were doing good, just not as much good as they could have done. But what would motivate them to lie? They wanted people to think well of them, and they loved the money. And they didn't think that God knew, or at least didn't think he would do anything about it. So hypocrisy, greed, lack of faith? Peter meets this head-on by saying they were lying to the Holy Spirit, to God. Ananias falls down dead, and a few hours later his wife falls down dead as well, because she was in on the plan to lie. God showed that he does know what is going on and will act. This story reminds us of the two sons of Aaron who offered strange fire to God and did not treat him as holy when they were priests, and they were struck dead. God is the same God in the New Testament as he was in the Old Testament, and we should fear him. We cannot get away with lying to God. Luke adds, And great fear came on the whole church and all who heard about these things. I'm sure that is true. Luke tells us that large numbers of men and women were believing and joining the disciples, and that the people in general spoke highly of the disciples and were bringing people to be healed by the apostles. So, the Sadducees arrested all of the apostles and put them in prison overnight, intending to have a trial the next day. But God shows his power by sending an angel and releasing them. And instead of telling them to run and hide, like we might imagine... He tells them to go to the temple and preach. So the next day, the Sanhedrin council is waiting for the defendants to be brought. And instead, the officers report that the jail is empty, even though it's locked securely and all the guards are in position. Then someone comes in and reports that the apostles are preaching in public in the temple. So the guard goes and asks them politely to join the Sanhedrin at their earliest convenience. So finally, the trial begins with the high priest charging them with teaching in the name of Jesus and saying that the Sanhedrin is responsible for killing Jesus. Peter responds much as he had before by saying, It is necessary to obey God rather than men. And then Peter continues to state that they are responsible for killing Jesus, but God has raised him from the dead. This made the council very angry, and they wanted to kill the apostles. Gamaliel calms them down and suggests that if this is from men, it will go away on its own. Whether this was actually good advice or not is not a question Luke bothers to answer. What I can say is that God used Gamaliel to keep his apostles alive at this time. So, they give the apostles a beating and release them. Now, if I was beaten for preaching about Jesus, I would be tempted to complain and ask God why he didn't keep me from suffering. That wasn't the attitude of the apostles. They rejoiced that they were considered worthy to suffer for Jesus. And they went right on preaching publicly in the temple and in people's houses that Jesus is the Christ. And now for a deeper dive. In this chapter, we have two major problems, either one of which could have slowed or stopped the growth of the church or subverted it. The first problem was an internal problem, hypocrites in the church who wanted praise rather than truth. The solution there was to deal head-on with the problem. In this case, God struck them dead. I think we can learn from this. When we have internal problems, the solution is to deal with those problems. You cannot just go on and pretend that there are no problems. You may not be able to deal with them as immediately as God did in this case, but internal problems don't go away on their own. The other type of problem is external. The Jewish leaders threatening them. God tells the apostles to go to the temple and preach, not to hide, not to kill the Jewish rulers, just keep on preaching. So the solution to external problems is just keep going and don't let them stop the truth. Even though God could have struck those leaders dead, he could have stopped them from beating the apostles. So they took it as a compliment from God that they were worthy to suffer for Jesus. And they kept right on doing what God told them to do. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.